Hello, Steve here. Welcome to Real Health. Yes, the real deal. Why can't real health be prevention is better than the cure? Oh, yes, I prevent uh, chronic disease and uh, weight gain by exercising and eating right. Never mind exercise and eating right. The last 140 years that whole theory is wrong what's eating right if you're eating right involves eating any anything which has got even uh, skerics of gluten in it oils sugars nitrates nitrites if you feel it's let's face it it's a feeling that uh, to lose weight you need to be active and move around yeah, that, that, that works, but that's not the full story. Uh, why do we have 95 plus percent people regaining uh, their weight plus some uh, after they lose their weight, right? So, oh, they're just not disciplined enough. They haven't got enough willpower. Well, you do something insane for long enough, uh, you've got to get out of that insanity, I'm afraid. Uh, when referring to uh, weight loss... Uh, weight issues, uh, that's a nutrient deficiency issue and um, the chronic disease, autoimmune disease complex is a micronutrient deficiency issue, okay uh, so which brings us to today's topic theme rant diatribe uh, topic the earth is flat! Ex exclamation mark. Yes, well, by, by you thinking that um, eating right, which has anything that has gluten in it, oils, sugars, nitrates, nitrites, and, um, and exercising, if you, if you feel the, the journey to um, health and you know, longevity, um, that the answer is eating and exercising eating right and exercising well you may as well be saying the earth is flat so if you still subscribe to eating right and exercising well you think the earth is flat you may as well be on that side of the fence it's not much of a fence like come on um I guess there's some flat earthers out there. Uh, they've got these um, magical thoughts. Uh, maybe in 500 years, um, yeah, it'll be proved back the other way. But uh, as we know it, um, not really by, like, I'll, I probably wouldn't even trust uh, the photos taken from outer space. Uh, but, you know, even before, I guess the 50s, before we started flying out into space, or sending back pictures and that sort of thing. Even before that, uh, we pretty much knew that the Earth's not flat. Uh, basically, we, you know, if, if the other celestial bodies are uh, acting like we're acting, well, maybe we're not flat. And yes, the empirical evidence uh, really came in in the late 50s into the late 60s. And uh, yeah, okay, that, that's, that's fine, that's fine. 
but uh, for you guys that's, that indicate what I'm talking about, what I'm trying to advocate in this space, people that say that I'm a heretic and um, I'm a quack and I'm spreading misinformation, well, you're still in the 18th century saying the earth is flat. Eighteenth century was still, still had uh, thoughts of uh, miasma, and you know germ theory is just a little step uh, separated from my, miasma theory, where you know, there's there's things out there like odors that um, that create disease. Rather than odors, there's just things out there that they just enter our body and they create disease, or you know, uh, germs. Uh, they, they come from outside our body and they enter our body and we get sick. Uh, yeah, it's, it's appetizing to believe in germ theory too. Um, but uh, it may be a little bit more complicated than that. So with uh, germ theory, we're you know, uh, probably around the time of um, you know, the big three that uh, started to prove that Maybe we aren't. Uh, the Earth isn't flat, or at least uh, that we don't. That the, the Sun doesn't revolve around the Earth and all the other celestial bodies. Um, you know, Copernicus, uh, Harriet, and uh, Galileo—not not even in that order, I guess. But you know, that, those uh, big three that sort of question things, um, and probably the health um, equivalent. Galileo, Harriet and Copernicus is uh, perhaps uh, Dr. Joel Wallach. Yes, I subscribe to him and yes, maybe he's not looking like an athlete um, advocating the whole longevity thing, but um, it's complicated. But he's doing much better than, than, than his uh, counterparts. His counterpart doctors uh, have an average life expectancy 50s and 60s. He's uh, still going strong uh, as an octogenarian. Uh, walking heaps, doing push-ups, um, doing 300 lectures a year. Well, these days, I guess, um, every day on Zoom calls and that sort of thing. Um, still very active and uh, he won't be retiring. If you have aspirations to retire, well, you know, you've got also um, aspirations in thinking that you can't improve your health. And let me tell you, you, you can You can and you will by doing the 44 and with a dairy and egg twist which uh, I advocate in this space in this podcast so if you're in the gym listening to this <laughs> yeah it's okay being in the gym listening to this you better be supplementing more because your sweat is losing the micronutrients that you you're requiring So if you're exercising or working hard, sweating, um, you know, mowing the lawn, laying bricks, hanging out heaps of washing and stuff and you're sweating in the 30 degree heat of a summer, well, you need to be uh, supplementing even more than the usual supplementing which I'm advocating here. So, do the 44. Uh, extra dairy and egg intake and 
you'll be doing fantastic in your health and your weight uh, like I am at the moment and I was uh, <laughs> my episode you, you may be stupid I was one stupid thinking in um, terms of diet and exercise um, I did that for decades and decades and decades <laughs> I was a I even took up triathlon to uh, in the effort to get slim and to get laid. Yeah, it worked somewhat, somewhat, I guess. But I still ended up being a fat bastard. I still ended up being a, uh, nearly 400 pounds at my peak. 330 or 40 pounds uh, when I first uh, started this longevity uh, regime with my own twist of dairy and egg. Uh, the twist of dairy was actually... I just realised I was on a lot of dairy and I was doing much better than a lot of, a lot of other longevity people. So uh, my dairy addition, with emphasising uh, Wallach's, uh, Doc Wallach's egg advocacy, um, is the real deal. Yeah, I get it. So some people feel, uh, you know, think that uh, you know, having dairy and egg... Uh, I've, I've heard some stories that, uh, you know, they got a bit of a round belly from that sort of stuff. Well, I don't know if you, you know, are you doing it right? Uh, are you really off the uh, the four categories of food you need to cease? You know, the gluten, oils, sugars, and nitrates, nitrites. Uh, you know, uh, are you taking enough of the uh, micronutrients? Um, has it been more than a year uh, if you're older or has it been more than three months at least uh, to give it a chance to work uh, are you still being contaminated with gluten uh, I've you know, gone down the little bit of a minefield with uh, you know rather than uh, ingesting uh, gluten uh, the other impact on uh, gluten intake and gluten damaging your uh, villi in your small intestine which does most of the absorbing um, there might be some issues with uh, exposure to people that uh, are covered in gluten dust, people that eat gluten. Uh, if you uh, live in a space where people people are still preparing preparing with uh, gluten and eating gluten and you're still washing uh, in the same washing machine and sitting on the same couches and that sort of thing, uh, that might be an issue too. And people that think that... Uh, it, dairy is giving them bowel issues and that sort of thing, well, are you really off the gluten? Because uh, 95%, I won't say 99 or virtually, um, you know, a gluten problem, but uh, let's say 95%, 95% of uh, your supposed lactose intolerance is a gluten issue, just because you've eaten some uh, some cheese and now you have to run to the toilet, well, no, nah, it's, it's not really gluten uh, for 95% of cases, I believe. So, um, stop saying the earth is flat by suggesting that um, listening to your doctor uh, to lay off the cholesterol, lay off saturated fat, eat whole grains, uh, um, don't eat many eggs, reduce, yeah, reduce cholesterol, uh, eat uh, complex carbohydrate, protein, uh, which people, many people gravitate gravitate to uh, meaning, well, yeah, steak and that sort of thing, and they're just eating muscle meats, well done. Well, that 
that's now an oil issue. Uh, when you cook your meat over medium rare, uh, that's where the other risks come in with the, um, with the, which is in the same ballpark as the oils issue. Uh, the whole trans fats, heter um, heterocyclic amines and acrylamides uh, are formed when you cook your meat more than more, uh, medium rare. So, and also if you're still only focused on um, on muscle meats like your steak-based type meats and you know chicken breast and that sort of thing, if, if you if you're not eating you know, chooks bummy, <laughs> uh, you know the necks and feet off chickens and kidney and liver, sheep's brains and something, you know testicles from this and that animal, well. You're not covered. You need to be eating organ meats as well if you subscribe to the whole carnivore or you know increased protein intake um, methodology. Um, you know there was plenty of um, vignettes, case studies, uh, examples, anecdotes from centuries back where you know slaves used to live 20 years longer than their masters because the masters would just eat the good uh, the good muscle meats, the steak and that. The slaves would eat the you know, the kidney, the liver, the bones, bone broth, and uh, they'd outlive the, the master. Sometimes they outlive the next master. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, health is a little bit complicated, but take out some of the complexity and you have simplicity do the 44, cease those four food categories, add the second floor of the 44, the four micronutrients, 90 essential micronutrients, 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids and two essential fatty acids, and you will greatly uh, lengthen your life in um, actual life and actual um, livability of your life. Um, more years spent without chronic disease. Yeah, we have this, uh, you know, the, the idea of living to age 80 as an average life expectancy. Um, never mind that, uh, you know, the last 15 to 20 years of that life is very low quality on, you know, less mobile, many medications, uh, you know, five different specialists uh, that you're visiting, that sort of thing. So, I advocate uh, the 44th uh, twist of dairy and egg because um, I've changed my profile from uh, statistically living to the age of about 63 to possibly entering my uh, 90s and even becoming a centenarian, I believe, because I started not early enough, but early enough to uh, really knocked my um, chronic diseases on their head. So uh, I, I went from being, the earth is flat, and uh, now it's uh, a little blue dot in the sky. And I'm, uh, I'm seeing the world from a, uh, a better perspective, an easier perspective. I haven't got uh, the Ptolemaic uh, view of the world where you know the earth is flat and everything's revolving around the earth. All these complex um, 
equations that Ptolemaic um, universe ushered in. Like you know, he used to take you know days, like three and four days, to work out the uh, the positioning of Mars next uh, you know, in the next month or so. Well, a couple of quick calculations now, because everything fell into place as soon as uh, we recognised or um, accepted that with this uh, blue little dot in, in, in space with every every other celestial being, and uh, that we we do the revolving as well. So. If you're, if you have um, a chronic health problem uh, that your doctor says is genetic, and you know most people will rationalise like uh, oh, I'm overweight because my parents were overweight, my sister's overweight, my uncle is overweight, it just runs in the family. It's gen- genetic. Well, you guys, uh, my. Um, you may be stupid episode uh, brings me back to that but uh, you're thinking that the earth is flat so think like uh, Copernicus think uh, nutrition not just eating right with the several hours of uh, nutrition that the doctor uh, go um, understands or the three years that the nutritionists go through uniform and they still don't realise that the minerals that we get in our food only comes from the soil, <laughs> not originating from the uh, from the vegetables or the grains that grow themselves. It just comes out of the soil. Um, they're thinking that the earth is flat as well. Um, it brings me back to this uh, particular quick story that. I was sitting there trying to not do some work as a nurse and someone thrusted literally thrusted some potato chips in front of this uh, nutritionist <laughs> ah, it was funny and uh, she went oh, she gave this face this disgusted face and this was at the time when well, I'll eat your chips <laughs> And uh, I just observed, and she just, with the back of her fingernails, not even to touch any skin, she, it was thrusted in front of, of her writing space on her chart. And with the fingernails, making sure she doesn't touch her skin, she scooped away or brushed away the, the potato chips off, the, um, off her chart she was writing on. Yeah, that, that was a pretty. It was a. It's a pretty much of a dick move in a pro- professional setting for someone to just put chips on someone's chart. Like, uh, are you kidding me? But, but even more asinine was uh, her reactions to it. But uh, in in a way, uh, I'm like her now. But she also uh, one one day, or was it the same day? Yeah, it might have been a different day. She said, oh, I'm hungry. Oh, I just might go out there and drink some water. Maybe the hunger will go away. Like, oh, fuck. I just thought, yeah, this is still when I'm fat and un- unhealthy, right? Uh, I just thought, fucking hell, you're fucked. Well, I-, I was fucked as well. I was 
fat and chron- chronically unwell. Um, still having the bravado of a, a healthy, skinny person. Yeah. But, you know. And, yeah, I just thought, wow, that's interesting. Uh, just eat. <laughs> just thought, eat. And don't worry, I, I ate. I ate like a champion, but I also restricted because I can't keep on getting fatter and fatter, right? And also another quick story. This, uh, uh, was it 10 years ago? Yeah, 10 years ago I signed up to a gym membership. And uh, I know after a month, because it only takes a month for me to get injured, in some respect and you know, the whole injury complex with the sports people and gym, gym goers is a nutrient deficiency issue yes yes but uh, this particular story uh, I overheard this dude a uh, personal trainer he was putting on a few pounds he had a bit of a gut and he was on the treadmill and he said ah oh, gotta get back to basics this is getting ridiculous like I'm just putting on some pounds here and I just remember thinking yeah you're back to basics mate but basically, even personal trainers are, um, are being tortured. They're just uh, holding back their cravings, holding back their, uh, you know, they, they reference uh, cheat days and all that sort of thing. Well, that's just pica. You're, you're nutrient deficient, guys. If you have to reference cheat, cheat days and replace uh, uh, your your sugar-seeking behaviour with cinnamon, (laughs) well, you just got pica. You just have pica. So, uh, it's a little bit complex, this whole uh, craving thing, but not really. If you're well-nourished, you'll have less propensity or no propensity at all. You're probably eliminated, in in my case. You've eliminated uh, your... Uh, junk food seeking behaviour for for the whole fried food salt uh, salty fried food um, and sweet seeking behaviour and I also advocate that um, smoking drinking and drug taking is a piker self-medicating no self-medicating well it, it might be but you're also, if you're self-medicating and you're well-nourished, yeah, maybe, but if you're not well-nourished and you're blaming your uh, drug-taking on um, self-medication and you're not supplementing, well, you got pica too. Oh, smoking relaxes me. It relaxes the throat, as the the king's speech, uh, uh, future king once said, or or was he the king at that time? It relaxes the throat. Uh, then you die at the age, in, in your 40s, right? Or was he in his 50s? Oh, I, I, I forget. But uh, yeah, yeah. Um, if you're listening to your doctor that uh, saying that your diabetes is uh, is genetic and you need to take insulin for the rest of your life, you're thinking the Earth is flat. Yes, it's the same sort of gimmick um, this episode as the "you may be stupid" <laughs> episode, but. Yeah. Um, 
need I need to have some sort of themes in there to resonate with uh, with people. Otherwise, oh, I'm just in, in this echo chamber with no listeners. And, you know, if you don't have titles there to uh, spark people into thinking and action, and uh, yeah, that's right. Because I'm I'm fat. My mum and dad are fat, but my sister isn't. Well, you know, she's probably just uh, not fat because she's um, restricting. Um, her willpower is probably much stronger than for the rest of the family. So yeah, it's a little bit complicated. And uh, oh, this you know, we all got diabetes. So how come my sister don't, doesn't have diabetes? Well, she probably does. Just hasn't measured it. <laughs> just the number hasn't scared anyone, anyone yet. You know, if if uh, you know, in that example of oh my sister's slim and you know if, she, if she's got a bit of a gut hip and thighs issue well she probably does have diabetes and insulin resistance because if you if you're slim and you know you have that sort of fat slim look skinny fat look you know a bit of a podgy face a bit of a muffin top while you're a size six well I think you may have uh, insulin uh, resistance issues, and uh, that's usually a, uh, a micronutrient deficiency in um, chromium, especially. Yeah, vanadium is part of that. Uh, I'm not sure. No, no, zinc is less part of that, but yeah, chromium for sure with uh, diabetes. It, it's a little bit complex. Uh, you, pretty much need all the 90 essential micronutrients um, to, to have you know, the chromium addition work with, uh, with your diabetes and um, you, know, you can't just go cold turkey off your insulin or metformin or you know, whatever you're, you're, um, however you're treating your diabetes same with uh, you know, hypertension or any other illness, um, you know, you need to wean yourself off off the medication. If uh, you if you start on this particular regime without my consulta- consultation, uh, with my consultation, yeah, I'll ab- advocate um, working in with your doctor, but uh, not telling telling them the full story. Uh, just uh, telling them that I'd like to um, wean myself off the medication and see how I go, doc. Let's do this. Uh, you can monitor me, me, sort of thing. Don't tell them that you know, you've changed your diet or your um, supplementing because they'll just say, get off that shit, you're just piddling your, your money down the drain and their registration needs to be taken off them uh, for that sort of talk. But, uh, yeah, uh, if anyone wants to um, consult with me, I, I can help out. Uh, if you want to take steps uh, without me, well... Um, you're on any medication, just you just wean yourself off um, fairly slowly. I did the same sort of thing, weaning myself off um, uh, different medication. I'm not gonna disclose everything, but I will disclose my uh, anti-hyper-Freudian uh, slip, my uh, anti-indigestion medication, and uh, you know, within weeks. Like I probably could have um, been off 
you know, my PBIs uh, in, in a few short days. But yeah, uh, I made sure like it was at least a couple of weeks, and uh, I, I was off my PBIs. Um, I, I tried without supplementing to get off my PBIs, doing the whole um, uh, what's it called, the vinegar, uh, apple cider vinegar uh, thing, and uh, yeah, it, it was working. But it wasn't fully gone because uh, uh, there it is. You just sort of feel it, but you know, it didn't get to a point where I needed to take the meds again. But it didn't go away fully for a few months. Yeah. So as soon as I started with uh, some of the en- enzymes with uh, longevity, uh, within a month uh, I was off the enzymes as well because uh, salt, the increased salt intake, uh, fixed that up as well. So that's the ancient way to uh, fix up your indigestion is uh, yeah we, we just had more exposure to salt in the past fairly recent past as well but uh, yeah salt um, increases the acidity of your gastric juices and uh, indigestion is a is a lack of acid not too much acid and that's where the allopathic mainstream healthcare model gets it wrong as well uh, by by the doctor prescribing you a PPI any indigestion medication um, they're thinking that the earth is flat yes it's a different take to you may be stupid if you're taking PPIs yeah yeah I get it I get it I understand but uh, by treating symptoms and not curing your illness um, it's just you know putting lipstick on a pig, right? So that's uh, pretty much all, all I'm going for now, I guess. Um, sub- stop uh, subscribing to the mainstream healthcare complex, particularly when it refers to um, you know, nutrition, meaning uh, eat well, which pretty much these days means eating uh, lean muscle meats, whole grains, um, polyunsaturated uh, sort of fats like uh, you know, margarine and olive oil and that sort of thing. No, 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 that's not eating right at all. Eating right, let me tell you, is no grains, uh, as in no gluten, no oils, no sugars, no nitrates, nitrites, heaps of salt, heaps of cholesterol, heaps of dairy, maybe take some more protein, and that is the new granddaddy of, of health, the 44 with a twist of dairy and egg. Yes, 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 that's it for now. Until the next episode, ciao.